back, everybody, to another episode of the podcast to be named later. I am Noah Hiles. He is Alex Stumpf. And Alex, the Pirates can't lose. What the hell's going on? What are they doing? You know, there's been about 20 something years, 25 years where <laughs> a very short stand in between exception, but for 25 years, they couldn't win. Here we are in the one week where it's like, hey, just lose. And they're screwing that up. And they're, they're doing it against the freaking Cubs of all teams, too. Like, well, this Cubs is a, aren't a good team. No, they're I, not, I can say this still, definitively. Cubs, now that the National League – I'm done watching National League baseball in person this year. The no. National League Central is a bad division. Oh, it's There's horrible. not one team in here that is a serious World Series contender. Take it to the bank. I don't care. It is a bad division. It, and I can offset that by saying the American League Central has like three of the five best teams in baseball. So yeah. Everyone who gave my Indians crap for playing in that bad division, who's laughing now? But anyway, uh, before we move forward, I just got to say, Trevor Bauer might be Cy Young. Yeah. You laughed. I might have picked both Cy Youngs correctly. We, we definitely got American League. Trevor oh, Bauer. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor amazing how you you can hate on him him bitching saying that you can't raise fastball spin rate unless you you know grease up a baseball with you know pine tar or something his spin rate has suddenly increased hey that was shock therapy you know what i don't really like him that much either but i i'll i'll stand by this point and i'll die on this hill that trevor bauer is good for the game of baseball yeah he's you need the idea of a trevor bauer is not trevor bauer I think you need a heel, and I like what he does with his social media. I like what he does with his YouTube. You need a heel. It, people have well, opinions people on Trevor. People don't recognize that he's a heel. Like, every single time there's something going on in baseball, like, so many – there are already so many guys going, like, well, what's Trevor Bauer's opinion on this? He's like, you don't ask – Here's the thing. Trevor know. Bauer has better name recognition than Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. That's a problem. Like, and yeah, like that's not good. That's, did you that's read, the sports fault. That's not Trevor Bauer's fault. Did you see the, uh, the onion post today? No. It's like Rob, Man- Rob Manfred defends how major league baseball is able to market its stars. Like Mike, Mike Trout and that Japanese fellow. <laughs> <laughs> they never miss man. They never do. My Lakers just won again. Shout out them. All right. Anyway, speaking of winning the pirates win three in a row, Chad cool was possessed by the ghost of Bob Gibson, similar to how Stephen Brawl has been possessed by the ghost of Sandy Koufax. And everyone just seems to be pitching really well now. And the Pirates did their 1979 impression and just hit every freaking ball they saw out of the stadium, it seemed. I, I just, you know, I like seeing them do well again. But maybe just, you know, don't win these meaningless games. So you could draft a, a franchise-changing pitcher in 2021. Yeah. That would be my idea. I mean, they're certainly trying. You can't tell me they're not tanking just a little bit with JT Riddle in the lineup every single day. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Like, they, they, they are not – I mean, they're not necessarily trying to lose, but they're not putting their best people out there. That's just yeah. a fact. But the pitching staff, and I think part of it might just be the half the pitchers are like, we're probably getting traded this offseason, so screw you guys. You can go shove it. And they're, they're just pitching the best baseball they have all year. I mean, going back to the first overall thing, I, I just put this in Insider. 
it's not only, you know, the right to Kumar Rocker. Like, I, I've heard people saying they prefer Lighter over Rocker. I think they're, you know, wrong. Yeah. But Lighter is, you know, another guy who could be, you know, that top of the rotation. Is that the LSU kid? No, also Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt oh. has the top two prospects in their rotation. Oh, I know LSU year. has a kid, too, that's really good. Yeah. But whatever. But it, it, it's also the draft money. Like, it's like a $700,000 difference between that first and second round pick. That's a lot of money. That is the, just the difference between first and second. Like, $700,000. That's, you know, convincing a high school kid that you draft in the 15th round to go pro instead of go to college. Yeah. That's a potential – that's a potential really big bet prospect that you just get for free because you lost a couple more games. Look, I, I wrote this – in my write-up today or Thursday that there are benefits for them, you know, to finish strong. Like the starting rotation is finding something. And in a short season, you want to keep going. I get all that, but you can't advocate for a team to lose. They're not going to, they're out. As Herm Edwards once said, you play to win the game. You play to win the game. Hello. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. in, In the long run, if they go and they sweep Cleveland, it's gonna be, no one's going to be, you know, be so five mad. years from now. Because my like, Indians oh, are red hot. I just got to say that as well. They're taking it to the White Sox. Who are the pitchers? I haven't even looked this series. They got Carrasco. I, oh, Cleveland's, I, I don't know. It's Carrasco, Carrasco today, Savali Saturday. I can't imagine they're throwing Bieber on Sunday. I think Bieber is scheduled for Sunday. And There's maybe... no way they pitch him with the playoffs coming up. There's no only way. The only way they do is if they feel like they could, like, pledge a very high seed as a result. Yeah. But but no, no, then... they're not going to pitch Bieber on Sunday. No chance. Because the, divi- the difference in that division between finishing with, like, the two seed and the seven seed is, like, a couple games. So That, that, that would be the case for yeah. starting Bieber, though. Yeah, I could see that, but even then, like I, I think I'd rather have Bieber game one, regardless of who I'm playing, because you're that's a win, that's just a win. Yeah. So there's no, you know what? Fine, we'll take on, because if they get the seven seed, they're more than likely going to be playing like the White Sox or the Twins anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, the Twins are fighting like all hell. All Minnesota cares right now is to make sure that they don't have to play the Yankees in yeah. the first round. Yeah. That is it. They don't like. We'll go wait. We'll go wait. We're fine. <laughs> Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber has beat us a couple times in the regular season. Just don't wear pinstripes, and we're fine. Like that's their that's their mentality. So, I mean, Carrasco and Savali. I mean, Savali just absolutely obliterated the Pirates earlier this year. Uh, yeah. Carrasco is just good. And who would they? Yeah, you really like him. I think maybe they go. You know what? We could see Tristan McKenzie on Sunday, which I would envy you because that kid is going to be – we talked about Bieber. Like, you know their farm system and, and young pitching better than I do. Oh, Tristan McKenzie is going to be not as good as Bieber, but he's going to – he'll be in their rotation where Clevenger was last year, and he is going to be leaps and bounds better than Clevenger. And absolutely, they're going to use him out of the bullpen in the playoffs. That's who you're going to see probably on Sunday, if I had to guess. He is a stud. He's only 23, beast. Um, anyway, with that pitching lineup, and with the Indians who are actually – I mean, Jose Ramirez is making a push for American League MVP right now. You would think that the tribe who has something to play for could beat this Pirates team. 
But then you just look at the Pirates history and how they just have this knack for just simply not being able to have anything nice. And you really have to question if this is going to happen. Alex, what are the odds that they get the number one seed? I'm just going to ask you right now. I, I would still say very high. I would say about 80% right now. Okay. Because I was, was going to say 65, just because logic aside, I just, I don't trust this franchise to have luck fall on its lap. And I mean, it has at times. I mean, this is, they, they had that happen with Garrett Cole. They had the best pitcher. I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in the world, the highest paid pitcher in the world. That guy was on the Pirates, and he played well here. So it can happen again, right? It can happen again. If Cleveland can get the lottery pick in basketball like 70 times, the Pirates can get the first overall pick. They can do it. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, I mean, it's Texas, the magic number is three, but it's also kind of two because yeah. all signs point to the Pirates getting the tiebreaker over them. So it's one day from now the Pirates could have the number one seed clinched. I'm trying to see what the score did Texas lose today. Oh, Rangers got crushed today. Lance yeah, Lynn. Before. Yeah, Lance Lynn got blown up. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> he, man. he pitches like a Cy Young contender all yep. the way until, hey, the Pirates are really love it if you want a baseball game. Lance nope, Lynn. I'm a Cardinal for life. Lance Lynn is a team player. He wants Kumar Rocker on his team. Even though he's not going to be anywhere near Texas by the time Kumar Rocker is in the major leagues. Any final thoughts on this failure to tank? The sequel to Matthew McConaughey's horrible rom-com? I I hope my stare is getting through to the the audio world. How disappointed I am. I, I, I have not seen it now. Terry Bradshaw. Really? Yeah, he's in it. He, that's his dad in the movie. You see his butt. I'm going on mute. Okay, we're going to take a second. We're going to take a break when we come back. <clears throat> Baseball PNC Park during a pandemic is hopefully over. By 2021, hopefully fans will be back. We are going to recap. We're going to, better yet, we're going to reflect on what baseball was like at an empty ballpark this year, giving our highlights when we come back. So, Alex, we've watched hopefully, 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 hopefully our final baseball game at PNC Park without fans. And I know, you know, everyone goes, oh, they didn't have fans there anyway. No, trust me. I mean, I get it. The Pirates' attendance has been bad the last couple of years. But it – baseball without fans – I think we can both agree. Baseball without fans in the park stinks. I mean, it's still mm-hmm. cool. And I did not for one second take for granted this year how lucky we were to watch live sports. You know, we didn't get, like, we didn't get the access that we did going into the clubhouse. I never personally got to meet Shelton because I started midway through the year. So, like, that kind of made our jobs harder. But the fact that we – I mean, when I, I was still in Canton when the season started and I covered Indians opening day, and 
Like I had tears in my eyes, like when it came, when baseball came back, because that was like the first of the four major sports. And I was, I mean, that was a, like a powerful moment just for America. Like, holy cow. Like I didn't think this would ever happen again, you know? And it was, it was a really cool experience, but at the same time, like I, I wish, I wish the rest of Pittsburgh was there to experience it with us, the return. It, it, it was not the same without the fans. It, there are a lot of things that suck about how fans were not able to, you know, attend. If there was one thing that they were spared, though, oh, it was that many. it was that god awful intro hype video that they had that starts off with Imagine Dragons. Yeah, no, it's radio. Is that Imagine Dragons? Radio. Imagine Dragons to start because Imagine Dragons in twenty twenty. I mean, that's very topical. And then I, I don't know the rapper. Or Lil the, Wayne. That was Lil Wayne. I, I figure it was Lil Wayne, but I don't know the yeah. song. No, it's just it's, we're gonna I'm go. Not, we're hey, gonna... I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan in general. And no ceilings, baby. Boy, he, he whenever he goes off the yeah, it, it it's was bad. All right, it so we're bad. what we're gonna do for the second segment is just tell you how horrible baseball is without fans, <laughs> and it sounds bad that we're complaining. But trust me, when you do this every day, and I'm sure part of it also plays a role that the team we were covering was very bad this year, but there are things that happen at the ballpark without fans, and they stick out to you a lot more when there are no fans, mm-hmm. and it really bugs you. And so this is just, if anything, it's going to be a nice little therapy session for Alex and I. You mentioned the, you mentioned the way the game starts, and I completely agree. I'm going to say one thing, and it's going to hit home. The crowd noise was ridiculous this year. It was louder. It was louder during a first inning, middle of the inning, like 2-2 count, nobody on, than I've ever heard in any baseball stadium in my entire life, arguably in the regular season. You know, it was like the blackout 2013, every damn pitch this year. At least it felt like that for us because we're right by the speakers. It was ridiculously loud, and I did not like the crowd noise. I thought it was dumb. I'm fine with them playing noise when they're cheering, but hearing the ah, ah, for four hours every single day, it got old about five minutes into it. I like how basically every game there's a moment where, like, it skips or there's a pause, and there's, like, a two-second. It's like a hush comes over the crowd. Yes, like, (laughs) I I just think, like, are they going to finally stop playing this? And, like, that, like, little high I experienced – is almost worth it. Like, it's just like, oh, man. I, I have a hard time complaining about the Pirates, though, because the absolute worst, without question, was the Minnesota Twins. Okay. Minnesota gets an F minus, like. Oh, because they played music, right? They played, like, a five-second interlude of the song. It was always the same, and it, it, it gets annoying after a while. It, it just kept grinding and grinding. It's like, this is the stupidest way to try to get a competitive advantage i feel sorry for the poor beat writers who were there the entire year in minnesota like it was stupid are you done with this sorry i did not want to interrupt you no no go i was just gonna hit the same point over and over again of how much i hated that speaking of stupid and things i hated they only did this a couple times at the beginning of the year and i think they stopped themselves they did spot the cow in an empty freaking stadium i i don't get (laughs) what the point of that was spot the cow is just a wild thing in general because normally it's like it's always on the third baseline like it's just always is there so i mean it's pretty easy to find in general 
And I guess that's kind of the point, you know, it's a Chick-fil-A promo. And, hey, I'm all about Chick-fil-A. I'm all about Chick-fil-A. So, whatever. But, I mean, dear God, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Find the person in a cow costume in an empty stadium of seats that are blue. Like, how hard could that be? I, I mean, find the only other living being in the yeah. stadium and go. Look, yeah. So that was um, one interesting thing I will say before I throw it to you for your next thing that bugged you. The Rob Schneider thing was interesting because we were given absolutely zero heads up about that. We just showed up to the park and Rob Schneider was everywhere. Yeah. What the hell was as, that? As life is. Yes. Yes. They had like. I think it was only for you, but it may as well have been like 1,600 yeah. different Rob Schneiders. <laughs> Not one of them being the, oh, no, we suck again. Yes. <laughs> Which is the only Rob Schneider that matters. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember when I noticed it, I sat down with you. We, like, arrived at the same time. I'm like, who the hell is that in a baseball uniform sitting in the, standing in the Clemente wall? I'm like, is, are they filming something? What are they doing? I'm like, that dude hasn't moved in like five minutes. And I just like zoomed in on my phone. No, I think we went down to eat. And I looked, I'm like, dude, that, that, is that Gus from the best bench warmers? And, <laughs> and that's when I realized what was going on. I'm like, there's Rob Schneider everywhere. There's Deuce Bigelow right behind home plate. I, that's not appropriate. He shouldn't be there. You know, it was just unreal. Yeah. You got anything else? Because I've got, I've got quite a few. I I was going to actually bring up some Rob Schneider. Um, No, you go up. Go up again. Fat out of uh, order. So speaking out of Rob Schneider, and this isn't something I disliked, but this is just something that kind of actually made the day a little bit more fun. With no fans in the stands to distract you, you get a bird's eye view of Robbie Spakowski on the daily grind, and that man – works his ass off. I got nothing but respect for Robbie. I know Twitter likes to give him some some crap time to time. That dude, if he wears a Fitbit, he has to get in 30,000 steps. I mean, he wears a suit. A, I don't know how he sweats through it or how he doesn't sweat through it. And B, he wears like Jordans or like tennis shoes underneath there because he is going everywhere. I mean, he's out on the bridge sometimes. The one time he was like on a building like a block away from the stadium. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like and like they don't give him a car. Like they're like, go go, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> follow, follow your news. <laughs> and so yeah, there's just times where like you just see Robbie like sitting down. It's like watching Jordan, you know, on the bench in the flu game, like those clips, like there's just a towel over his head and he's sitting in like the three hundred section and he's just like oh, oh, all right, I gotta get to left field by the eighth to hold a microphone up to a Rob Schneider cutout from an Adam Sandler movie that no one's watched in six years. <laughs> like he gets up and goes after it. it. It's, it's been funny to watch him work from a distance. I mean, he, like I said, Robbie's a nice guy. I've never had any bad encounter with him. Um, and uh, he works really hard. So it, it was just kind of funny to see him just running around this ballpark this year. Cause you, you really notice it when he's literally the only person going around aside from the cameraman uh anything else off of that or no i got more I, i've got one I got all right one. i'm not gonna name any names okay in it because i'm, I'm not gonna snitch 
you hear a whole lot of bad words in an empty stadium that I don't know how much comes through in over. I'm sure some of it does come, come through a over television man too. Yeah, like there are <laughs> there are some people who who say a bad word like every other pitch. Yeah, I mean it's. I noticed that in Cleveland when they did the scrimmage. Yeah. I remember texting you. I'm like, is he just yelling that? And they're like, yep. Yeah. So, and, and, and like whenever this ballpark was close to empty, like in 2019 or so, you're like, oh, well, he's saying some bad words. And then you're like, oh, this is how often he says yeah, bad he words. Yeah, he just doesn't. I mean, that's. And it's yeah. not just him. There, there are a couple people who. who oh, heard I some mean, bad well, any ejection, too, you could just hear them yelling. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. You know, you just hear them yelling, and you're like, oh, you know, this, this is different. Uh, it is like we we don't get we're not ever privy to that like unless you were sitting in the front row mm-hmm. and even then you know if a manager's out to argue the the place gets loud yeah so um another thing i think is cool is foul balls uh just watching them bounce around in an empty stadium is i find that genuinely interesting like alex can attest to this anytime anything comes near the press box i got my hand out i'm trying to snag it uh but even so like just seeing the cameramen like play it cool you know because they're like allowed down in there they're like oh a foul ball maybe if i just put this in my pocket and they never do they always give it back which i don't know why because like that ball scuffed up by concrete there's no way they're using that in a game and they have more than enough batting practice balls because they haven't been throwing them to fans all year so i don't know but it's it, it's just interesting to watch them bounce from the upper deck down low, which they wouldn't normally do if there were fans there. So that's cool. Um, Have you ever caught a foul ball? Um, an actual foul ball? I have, like, a whole shelf in the basement of my dad's house of, like, game – like, balls that were thrown to me during games, um, like, during batting practice and stuff. I've caught, like – home runs and batting practice but foul ball no i don't think i've ever at a major league game minor league games yes major league game never caught a major league foul ball i've never caught a home run or foul ball major or minor league do you have like any major league baseballs like from games like souvenirs you never went to like batting practice as a kid i have like 20 i got one on opening day this year i at in cleveland um how so on opening day in cleveland for the Indians, for Progressive Field, you're going to like this. And I don't know if it was the case when you were there earlier this year. You're allowed to roam around on the third baseline. Like in the st- you can't go in the seats, but they have that little area by the left field foul pole uh, down the third baseline. And you can stand there and watch the game. So, really? Yes, which is nice. It's very nice. At least that's how it was when I was there. So before the game – I got Buffalo Wild Wings, free plug, and I like there was like a little rail or whatever where you could like set your beer, and I just stood there and watched the Royals hit batting practice, and I think it was Solaire hit one off the foul pole, and it just bounced right in front of me, and uh, like I, I saw like TV people from Cleveland like picking up baseballs already and just like putting them in their pocket, so I was like, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm keeping this. This is a really cool souvenir. I didn't go chasing after it. You know, I didn't leave my job. This was before the game or whatever. I have a Major League Baseball from 2020. That's, that, yeah. So, 
yeah I that's have to do that what i might have to do that yeah it's cool yeah show up for bp you can get one i mean they're stupid easy to get there too um but the thing i want to talk about most pretty much the inspiration for this segment and again alex can attest to how much this pisses me off the pirates have upset me in numerous copious amounts of ways really uh in my lifetime but there's nothing and i mean nothing more that i hate about this organization right now and what they do before the start of the bottom of the seventh inning these videos and i love pirates fans they listen to our podcast they quite literally pay my salary but these videos of the fans singing take me out to the ball game they make me want to do bad things to good people it is just horrible to listen to it drives me crazy you have some lady who's probably like a middle school chorus teacher taking it way too serious. You have a whole bunch of kids who are not on the same page, not on beat. And then sometimes you get like a family who takes it way too serious and they're like synchronized and stuff like Andy Bernard cloned. And it's just a nightmare. <laughs> it's just all nightmare fuel. I, I can't deal with it. I'm glad I hopefully never had to experience it again. I know my guy, uh, our guy Renegades of the Rotunda, <laughs> he posts on Twitter. Give him a follow. He um he posted a video of the lady, the one lady singing it. That was like especially bad, and uh, it was it was opera. Yes, bad by bad by bad by my standards. I guess she did a great job. If she listens, we love you. Uh, but it was just bad in the center. It's like, oh, this is, I just want this to end. I don't like this at all. It's very uncomfortable. And uh, yeah, I don't like it. So I'm glad I'm never going to have to witness that again. It, it does make you appreciate hearing people sing, take me out to the ball game on beat and how, how apparently impossible that is. <laughs> to sync a recording with yeah it's like organ what? music yeah i don't know it's not like we're using vince lachai's everyone get send everyone an mp3 of it <laughs> i i i don't know they're about like a half a dozen times whatever they were on pitch and they were on beat and man those those six times are pretty special um some other quick ones as we wrap up the show fireworks are are like 30 times louder yeah. because of the echo well, I actually I do jumped think, today. Oh, you did? The, because the, I was talking the day on someone hit a home run, and I, I recognized it was a home run, and then it's like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I, they they catch you off guard if you do, if you're like. Sometimes I'm like transcribing something, or I've even like edited stuff like podcasts in the press box at times. It will catch you off guard if you are not ready for it. It it will make you jump. Uh, the pierogi race. What were your thoughts on that, Alex? I travesty, travesty of an ending. You know, if they didn't want to have a winner, they should have had Potato Pete come out. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Disaster. <sighs> yeah, just bad. Um, the music, aside from the opening song, I thought the music at the ballpark this year was fine. I actually thought it was kind of fire. The music in general? 
the music the Pirates played. The the bullpen music is bad. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I mean, they um, they got to pick it. I know that's what I'm saying. The bullpen was fine this year, like performance wise, but their music choice is are as bad. Yeah. Any other things? I I can't say the season's over, but this is the last time we are going to be recording during the regular season. Yes. It sure is. We're still going to have content all of next week. We're going to continue the daily show, um, talk about the end of the pirate season. Uh, we might have a couple interviews for you guys. Uh, and then we'll also just talk playoff baseball. I mean, next week is going to be fun man. Mm-hmm. with, with the amount of playoff baseball that's going, going, going. I know a lot of people don't like the expanded playoff format, but like, I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. It will be exciting. So be sure to follow us on our social media pages. Be sure to subscribe all to our podcast channel. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, tell people who live far away from you. You're able to do that. It's the 21st century. We have social media. And be sure to tune in next week. That's when we'll be back. We'll talk to you then.